Welcome to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast, the show that keeps you informed in all things mortgages throughout Scotland. Welcome back and in today's episode we're going to be talking about what happens when you're selling and buying at the same time in Scotland. Um, So the first thing that we'll touch on is going through the kind of process for buying a home and I know I touched on this the other day in another episode but I thought I'd give you a quick recap of the process and stages involved in buying a home in Scotland. In my opinion, you should always be looking to find out if you're going to be able to get the property that you want. So via checking for your budget, so monthly costs, checking your mortgage and principal and these kind of things, before instructing an estate agent and getting your property on the market, you could in theory, get an estate agent out to give you an estimated value of your house. But before you actually take any action, make sure that you can actually borrow the amount that you need. The last thing that you want to do is go list in the property and sell your property and then not be able to to buy the property that you're after. That happened recently with a a client who reached out to me. Um, They fell short on the amount that they were looking for. We managed to get it sorted. When they spoke to their bank initially, their bank couldn't help them. We managed to get it sorted, but you don't want to put yourself into that position. So I'll talk you through firstly the process of buying a home in Scotland. So the first thing that you need to do is sort out your budget, figure out what you can afford and what lenders are willing to give you. So there's always two parts to budgeting when buying a property. So what's the monthly payments going to be? Are these going to be affordable to you? And then number two, is the lender actually going to give you enough to buy the house that you're after? And the two of them go hand in hand. So that's really, really important to check that out as early as possible in the process. Once you've got that, what you can do is get your mortgage and principal arranged. Once you've got your mortgage and principal, it means then that you've got the knowledge that you know how much you can borrow, you know what the costs are going to be, and you know that lender's going to give you it. So it's just about taking the next step and getting the finding the right house. At this stage, if you haven't done so already, you should certainly be considering getting a solicitor in place and getting an estate agent in place at this time and starting the process of working with the other professionals who are going to help you sell your home and complete the legal work. But once you're at this stage, you should then be looking to start the property search and consider placing offers on properties. So if you've already got your solicitor, they can place these offers for you. You can you can do it manually, but I would always suggest if you've got the solicitor, then use them for that service. Once you've done that and you've had a successful offer, it's time to then apply for the mortgage. Now, at this stage, you'll probably find that you'll already have your house in the market. Usually, if you're placing offers in a property, that would go hand in hand. So, usually, if you put an offer in, the, the buyer, or sorry, the seller would expect you to have your, your house on the market already. Typically speaking, you would do that once you know um, if you can get your finances and once you know the value or the estimated value of the house that you're after. I'm going to talk you through now the process from the sales point of view. So when you're selling your home, preparation is going to be key. So um, you're looking at things like repairs, decluttering, staging it. And what I would say is take advice on preparing your home from an estate agent. You want to be working with an estate agent that's going to maximise not only the sale price, but the amount of money that you've got in your pocket when you sell. And this could be through utilising their contacts like their professional videographers, professional photographers, property stagers, 
bringing these guys in, it might cost money, but if it's going to maximise the sale price further down the line, then it's something that you should certainly be considering. And pricing as well, so estate agents will be able to give you an explanation on how to correctly price your home and how to um, improve the, the marketing of it by selecting the right price by using an estate agent they can get that done for you and what the estate agents would also do is help with effective marketing strategies so um, things like online listings so your usual zooplas right move on the market s1 homes um, but don't forget that you've also got their contacts so you've got their social media if they, they do business networking you've got that network of theirs you've got their email marketing so taking all of this into consideration there's a lot of um, work that's put into the marketing of properties from the estate agent something that I've not touched on though and something that you wouldn't see there is the most important, in my opinion, role of an estate agent, and it's often something that's so overlooked, is the negotiations and closing. What they'll do and what the estate agents will be able to do is give you tips on how to negotiate offers or do this on your behalf and then talk you through the final stages of the selling process. It's often overlooked, this part, but I think it's really, really important that when you are working with an estate agent, they can give you the guidance on everything that there is that you need. It's obviously up to you to accept that guidance and advice, but you can use the estate agents and use them for what they're good at and help. Or they can help you negotiate getting the best price for your house. So when you're selling, you should be looking to make sure, the first thing is to make sure that you can borrow the amount of money that you can get when, well, or for the new home. Make sure that you can maximise the amount that you can sell it for to give you the biggest deposit. And then that will allow you access to, uh, I'll, I'll give you the ability to understand the your future buying potential. And then when you're there, that's when you can start instructing the estate agents, your mortgage broker, and start going through the process of applying for things. But once you're there, um, you should also be looking at the legal aspects and take into consideration the work that solicitors are going to do. Something that's um, not widely known is that you've probably heard the term you've got whole of market mortgage brokers. This is a mortgage broker who can work with any lender out there that allows them access to brokers. Solicitors work in the same way. So if you are looking to instruct a solicitor, it could be key to ask them if they've got any restrictions and who they can work with. Now, some solicitors will have restrictions, but they've got parent firms or sister firms or brother firms that they can work alongside to get the work done. Typically speaking, they would also soak up the cost so it wouldn't cost you anything extra. And in that scenario, it's fine. But what you don't want to be doing is limiting your options for the mortgage by using a solicitor that isn't going to be able to use all of the lenders, especially if your mortgage broker is a whole market mortgage broker. Also, you need to consider, is the solicitor going to work alongside the process or are they going to leave everything to the end? Now, in my experience, having a solicitor that does all the work and the, the expectation that that sale is going to go through, it's a much slicker process for everyone involved. If they're waiting on mortgage documents coming in, so the mortgage offer before they start working on anything, that can take some time, especially if you're using a lender that's maybe a little bit more specialist or if the, the case is a little bit more specialist and it's not going to be turned around in a few weeks, it's going to take eight weeks to get it sorted out. That means that nothing's happening from the legal side for eight weeks and all of the problems that could have been caught early on 
they'll not get caught until then and it could cause potential delays. So when you're looking to work with a solicitor, always ask how they're going to work. But if you do need guidance on choosing solicitors or estate agents, let me know. They can point me in the right direction. Um, so some key tips from today's episode is have some patience if you're planning to sell your house. The market's completely different from where it was in the last couple of years. It's going back to normal in the, the timescales that's involved in selling properties. So be patient when trying to sell and work with professionals. So mortgage brokers, they can help you get set up with things like your mortgage, insurances, general insurance, and they can help you help guide you through that process. Think about working with estate agents that get good contacts as well. So estate agents that have videographers, um, photographers, property stagers, and they can access them if needed. And then, as I mentioned just a minute ago about the solicitors and how they work. So that's the key tips from me. I hope you did find this episode useful. And if you did, don't forget to give it a like and a share. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you find this useful. And if you want your questions answered, pop over to our Facebook page at Scottish Mortgage Podcast and ping us a message.